0: Hey everybody! It's Doug, and this is Renee, and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee Married, Married life. life. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another ride, another episode, another
1: oh no of Doug <laughs> and Renee Married Life, Married Life, Married Life, Married Life, Married Life. This is us. Married life. Husband and wife? Married life. Wife and husband? Married life. Yay! That's enough of that. Team. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so we're getting ourselves pumped up as pumped. we get ready getting to late. talk about where art thou? Where art thouest? where art are Okay, anyway, <laughs> y'all just bear with us. Um, long day yesterday, and so we are just excited excited, to be blessed to see another day. Another day, another day's journey. Yes, so last week we stopped, um, well, we started our edition of Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. And we came from the scripture, Genesis 3, 9, when the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? So to hear that, um, us breaking down that scripture, please listen to episode number one.
0: Episode number one.
1: So where we left off, we left off talking about evalu- evaluating yourself spiritually. Because when you want to e- evaluate where you are, uh, you want to evaluate where you are with God first. Where Where are you in your relationship with God? Where are you emotionally within yourself? And where are you with your spouse mm-hmm. in relationship with your spouse? And some of the things we suggested... Uh, to evaluate where you are is praying. Yes. Reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh talking to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Any of you have who have listened to us for any length of time, you know we advocate for Christian counseling. Talking to God and a good therapist will help your soul <laughs> and your relationship. Um and talking to your spouse. Yeah. And also
0: I know we talked about this last week, Renee, but sometimes you just got to be honest with yourself and say, I'm not in a good place. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, hey, I'm not in a good place, so I'm not going to respond back to whatever email conversation. You know, obviously with your spouse, you have to talk, communicate, but there are sometimes you're just mentally not in a good place. Yes. And that's okay. At At least if you know that's where you are. Yes. Be honest
1: with yourself. Yes. And sometimes we also talked about sometimes you don't even know where you are. Oh, Sometimes you're lost. You're lost for words. You're lost because you don't really know that you are in a certain state. And that's why praying and reading your Bible and talking to a therapist who is going to do some exposure therapy to help peel back the layers in the of the onion to tell you, you know, help you identify where you are. Most good therapists don't tell you where you are. They help you figure out for yourself where mm-hmm. you are. And then being, like you said, being honest with your spouse and talking to your spouse. And sometimes talking to yourself and saying, where are you? What, what's going on with you, girl? Yep. What's going on with you, man? What, what, what's up, bro? Yep. What's up, sis? What's going on? Yeah. What'd you and, do that for? And <laughs> Exactly. I, I do that often. I'll do something, unfortunately, and then reactively say, that didn't make any sense. Why'd you do that? Mm. But that's a good thing for us to do, to have a self-evaluation. Because sometimes we do things that we ourselves aren't even sure why we did it. Why do we act a certain way? Why do we respond to our spouse a certain way? Why do we react to our spouse a certain way? And I think doing a lot of these things that we kind of help uh, that we gave to help praying, reading your Bible, talking to a therapist, and talking to your spouse will help you to be a little bit more proactive mm-hmm. if you can um be more intentional yes, about indeedy. how you communicate with your spouse yeah. and others
0: yeah, because it might be like I think you brought this up either last week or maybe the previous. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Topic Topic Mm -hmm. Topic That we we did And I forgot what I was going to say Lord help me Just had a senior moment I Uh forgot (laughs)
1: It'll come He'll bring it back to you If it's meant for you to say He'll bring it back You were talking about Oh never mind Go ahead I'm sorry I'm sorry Okay Gotta gotta give it back to you If it's meant to be said Yeah Um, And then I want to add to that We talked about You know praying What I didn't say no, I want to I add to some of the things we suggested last week. Yeah, We suggested praying, reading your Bible, and talking to a therapist and your spouse. And then I want to suggest praying with your spouse. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've always done in our marriage for several years now is we've prayed no matter where we were in our relationship. We could have been mad at each other. But we would pray. I see uh-huh. you looking at me smiling. I'm because, wondering what you're going to say.
0: Because you said something our son used to say when he was younger. I, I've never been in this neighborhood. Oh,
1: of, I've never done this in a long yeah, time. In a long time.
0: <laughs> so you just said we've always done this in the last few years. It's like, <laughs> we've always Oh, now done he's correcting my grandma, y'all. Years, oh, we're going to deal like, with this after okay, the podcast. Have we
1: always done he's this? He's correcting me. Just in the last few years. You're right. So, in the last few years, we have consistently, is that better? Yeah, yeah. Prayed together, no matter what. No matter what.
0: Even if we um, were out of town, different places, we would call each other. Have a prayer, a
1: exactly. Prayer no matter where we were, yeah. we made sure that we touched and agreed in prayer and we connected with God together. And that, I think, has strengthened our marriage. It will definitely humble you mm-hmm. um, if you listen to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit convicts you, because you can't come to God you know, you got you got to leave all of that at the altar. You can't come to God with an attitude and, you know, angry because God is in a uh, sovereign, a reverent, a God that should be wor- mm-hmm. worshipped and reverenced. And coming to him with these attitudes and stuff, we are not acknowledging God for the supreme being that he is. And so we can't go to him any old kind of way. Well, yeah. I mean, you can for people who are unsaved. But when you're saved, you don't just go to God and say, "Look, God, I got an attitude." Of it. You know what I'm There's saying? A way to do it. It's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and sometimes you do have conversation. You know, God, I'm upset, but you still have to recognize who God is. It's like I'll use this as an example because I feel like I'm not being clear. Reference. Reverence, respectful. When your children come to you, most parents, yeah, most you parents. don't want your child to talk to you any old kind of way. Like they would their friends. Yeah. Like my kids can't come to me and say, look, Renee. First First <laughs> of all, we are not on a first name basis. <laughs> uh, look, Renee, I got an attitude, but I need you to help me to get something together. I need you know you to give me some money or no. Mm-mm. No. Doesn't work like that. They, don't,
0: they, they can't come to you, look, Renee.
1: No, they can't come to me, look, Renee. Right. Um, they have played around and and referred to me as Renee, mm-hmm. but they do not talk to me that way. And God gives us a model. You talked about this last week on how to pray. Yes. You know, in Matthew, he starts off, Heavenly Father, first and foremost, reverence, worship. Mm-hmm. That that's the first part of your prayer. Before you go, and then repentance, asking God for forgiveness, and then you go into your your requests. Um, and so it has humbled us praying together in the moments where we may not have been feeling each other, yeah. but that has nothing to do with how we feel about God. And God has helped us connect on a deeper, more spiritual level because we have been obedient to praying together and going to God together in worship.
0: Yes, so I, we have. Yes, so to your credit, you've you've been more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent. That's because you're an early riser.
1: <laughs> like man, get up, time to pray. <laughs> yeah, because we committed to a time, so we 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 committed. Yeah. We want to stay consistent. And like you said, even when we were, I was out of town, you were out of town, we would still, you know, one of us would be in a hotel room, and we would still pray together. Yep. Um, via- Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. We was doing the virtual thing
1: pre-COVID. Yes. Yeah, we was ahead of our time. Yep. <laughs> so another element to spiritual evaluation is identifying your perception of God, which I just mentioned. You know, God is a is to be reverenced, and so how do you perceive God? Do you perceive Him as a genie in a bottle? You know, let me rub rub my crystal ball and and get my wish granted. That's not uh, who God is. Santa Claus. He, exactly. Fairy yeah all of that yeah you know
0: when you you pray because you need
1: something exactly, yeah and or you pray when you're in trouble, yeah, you don't pray and have a conversation, it's same thing in your relationship, you know everything's good, oh, we could talk with it, now we're having problems, and we don't talk, and God's like, um, it's you know it's kind of the opposite with God, you only go to God when you have problems. Instead of when things are good. I don't need you right now, God. I'll see you when I'm having problems. And nobody wants to have that person in their life that only calls you,
0: only texts you when they need something. That is the worst thing. That's like, you look at the phone and it's like,
1: oh, you can go to voicemail. Yeah, what you want. (laughs) Yeah, you can go to voicemail for real. I believe in the voicemail. So any of you who know us personally, if you keep going to voicemail, you might have to evaluate (laughs) (laughs) if every time you call us, you need something.
0: I believe in voicemail.
1: Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so identify your perception of God. We're What's your relationship with God like? Who do you think God is? God is our creator. He made us. He formed us in our mother's belly. He is the one who protects us and keeps us and sent his son to save us. You need to see where you are in your relationship with God. Your identity, your security, your confidence are all deeply woven Woven. into your perception of who God is. Um, Your perception of God must come from the scriptures, not from what somebody else told you it should be. It's a relationship. Remember, a relationship is personal. It's not about somebody else's perception of what that relationship should look like. And not from your past relationships, some of which may have been very harmful. So, can I interject?
0: Because it just hit me. Okay. It just hit me. Okay. Hit me. All right. Triggers. There are certain things that could possibly trigger you and you don't even realize it. Like it could be certain times of the year. It could be certain people, certain saying, certain something happened to you when you was younger or as you got older and you didn't even realize that you brought that into your marriage. So then when it happens in your marriage, it just triggers you. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain things that could possibly trigger you that you need to talk to your spouse about. Say, you know, I appreciate it if you don't do this, that, whatever it may be. Or maybe it's a certain time of year. It's like we talked about the holidays. Mm-hmm. It could be triggers that, um, I'm not going to say make you do something, but they put you on that path. You still, you still, you are still you make the decision to walk down that path, mm-hmm. but the trigger will probably put you on that direction, and you know on that path. Right. That's what I was going to say.
1: Okay. Which which goes back to our topic. Where are you? Where are where, you? Where art thou? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're in 2022, but physically, physically, but emotionally, during a certain season, because again, we talked about preparing for the holidays and, and dealing with emotions. You could be in 2010 or yeah. 2015 because of something that happened that triggers you to relive a moment or yeah. something your spouse says could trigger you to think about a past relationship. Yeah. So now you are in the present in 2022 physically, but emotionally You have just been taken back. And so it's important to understand. And again, Mm -hmm. a good therapist will help you say, will help you by say, why do you think like that? Why does this bother you? Because sometimes people have buried their uh, emotions so So long, they don't even know why. Yeah, exactly. And so, and it's good to tell your spouse when you do that, that bothers me. And maybe you have a spouse who wants to know, oh, I'm just, I'm just saying it because whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't mean anything by it. And they say, why does it bother you? You may say, I don't really know, but it bothers me. And you yep. have to respect that.
0: Yep, those triggers. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Thank yes. you, dear, for allowing me the time during your
1: uh, time. Oh, no Give problem. Space during your time. This is our time. During your time with her. Okay. Then we want, (laughs) so after you evaluate spiritually, you want to evaluate your relationship status. How are we doing? Where are we collectively? Because remember, you're becoming one. Communicate concerns in a loving way to your spouse. We talk about this all the time. Have a conversation. I like what you did there. Listen to what mm-hmm. your spouse has to say because communication is a two-way avenue. Yeah. I like what you did there. What did I do there? You
0: said, How are we doing? Where are we? Yes. You didn't say, How am I doing? Like, like I would ask you, or I would ask you, Renee, how am I doing? You mm-hmm. said, How are we doing? Yes. Because if you ask somebody, if I was to ask you, Renee, how am I doing? you can just give me a list of things that you don't like that I'm Mm -hmm. doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, you're doing good in this area, but this area, I don't, yeah. Yeah,
0: I like how you did the we.
1: We, we in this together. Yeah, okay, all right. Somebody was praying. Somebody. (laughs) 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 So, seriously, (laughs) Douglas and I have these conversations. Mm -hmm. Sometimes comfortable, sometimes uncomfortable. You know, how are we doing? Are we in a good place right now? I mean, you know, and it may come out that The other person says, I don't think we're doing good because um, right now there are times when you make me feel a certain way about a certain thing. Um, Where are we? Are we in a good place? Are we in a, a place where we need to revisit our vows? Are we in a place where we need to pray more often? Are we in a place where... We just, we need to seek counseling. Um, Those are important conversations to evaluate you, where you are, and what your status is in your relationship. The big premise here is communication. Yeah.
0: So when you ask these type of open-ended questions, you have to allow the person the time, space to answer. And you have to be prepared for the answer.
1: And can I interject? Don't reject. don't and don't be sitting thinking about your rebuttal and your and how you want to respond or defend while they're talking. Really listen to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. If you say you love this person, then it's not a selfish moment. I can't wait to say this. I can't wait to to get my point in. Um, For those of you who know the old double Dutch game, I can't wait to jump in a rope. You're just waiting to jump in. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. But you're not listening. And communication isn't talking. God gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason. That means speak less, listen more. Yeah,
0: because we're a team. We're a team dancer. We got to make this thing work. And yes. like you said, we, we had this, we've had this conversation. We, we've had these conversations ongoing, and we recently had this conversation. And it was like, hey, we done put 35 years into this thing, and we kn- we've known each other longer than that. Like, we ain't going anywhere, so we got to figure this out.
1: Right, and that's why when I said, then evaluate your relationship status, nowhere did it say, where are you going? <laughs> because wherever you going... Uh, you should be going together. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right? And I'm I'm talking about in um in the life journey. Yeah, I, I, you know? I'm,
0: and I'm saying uh oh because I know there are times where and this even happened in our marriage where we felt like God gave one of us an idea, and I'd say me, um, where God gave me an idea or a vision or a thought, say, hey, I want you to start this business or do this, that, and the other. But God, and you're talking about growing together. But my first my first priority is you. So whether it's a business, whatever, my brand, whatever it could be, you know, my first priority is husband. So if you're not feeling it and at the time you didn't feel it, then it shouldn't work. And so I think, in my opinion, again, this is Doug. This is just my opinion. I think there are times where God will test us and he'll say, well, are you going to put this goal, vision, whatever, ahead of your spouse? Because the only thing that should be ahead of your spouse is God, your relationship with the Lord. Everything else comes after your spouse.
1: Yes. That's Doug 101. Actually, that's more than Doug 101. (laughs) And so I want to read a scripture. Is that okay? Sure. All right. James 5 and 16. Confess your faults one one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So I think your house your husband your wife should be a safe space mm-hmm. to confess yourself confess faults to one another you know being honest and saying hey i missed the mark or hey you know i'm sorry i didn't get it right or hey i feel a certain way i mean cuz again we recently had a conversation and um we were reevaluating an assessment that we did 3 years ago. a couple of years ago yeah mm-hmm. a few years ago uh, Disc assessment three years ago. Um, that helps with relationships. Okay, <laughs> you were coming to agreement with three me. years ago. Like a couple and so, a few years ago, we were reading our characteristics. You notice I'm I'm keeping Just keeping keep on, it, keep it on, uh, keep it keeping on. keeping keep moving it, on, keep it keep it moving. Yes, so we were reading our characteristics, and there was one that I didn't quite agree with, with about myself, and then uh, Doug gave me an example of it. And then I said, oh, and then I explained to him. I said, okay, I can see how because I feel this way sometimes. And then he said, I never knew that you felt that way. You remember? Yeah. I didn't. The, I didn't the, first, was, the first word you, on my yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. And I said, yeah, okay, now I can see how this word does describe me because there are certain times where I feel a certain way. And he <laughs> said, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. And so I think it was no good. people want to know what you're talking about. I know they do. <laughs> I hear guess it out what? there. I just feel it out there. I feel it too. <laughs> and guess what? None of your business. All that. None All your that. All that. We are transparent, but not every detail of your relationship needs to be publicized, mm-hmm. right? That's between you and me. Okay. There are certain things that should be between you and your spouse, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It said, confess your faults one to another. I confessed my fault to yeah. you.
0: And you know what? I don't, that's, that wasn't even necessarily a fault. That That's just who you are. Um, but I, I in this scripture, I thought it was interesting. I, didn't, I've, As many times as I've read the scripture, it just hit me. It didn't say sin. It just said fault. So mm-hmm. you can have a fault, but it's not necessarily a sin. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it didn't, I I never saw that until right now. Okay, you was praying about this, right?
1: Okay, and I'll then the next scripture, Proverbs 27, 17. Mrs. Densler,
0: I see you over there.
1: Iron sharpeneth iron.
0: Oh, we don't
1: like that. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Mm. Your spouse should be considered your friend. Mm. And iron sharpens iron, meaning when you rub those two irons together, mm. it causes friction. Generally speaking, men don't like that. Yes, especially
0: when, when our wife is sharpening us, because God does speak to your wife.
1: Yeah, I think it goes uh, both ways
0: wife, to your wife and through your wife. I
1: think it goes both ways because some women don't like that either, especially we got the that independent pride
0: ones. Ego thing. We the head of the house. You know, oh, we you? you know all of that stuff that goes along with it. And so, when generally speaking, uh, when your wife comes along and she's giving you a, a word that sharpens you that causes friction that causes if you've ever seen and I've had the pleasure of seeing iron sharpen iron that creates heat
1: uh. it's like the
0: iron starts to get hot you know
1: ooh. and <laughs> and it gets sharpened it'll cut you you <laughs> was like ooh
0: okay over there thank you for the amen corner but <laughs> no I've had the, you know when you start rubbing that iron together and it's sharpening 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 it, yeah, you can see it start changing color, and it'll go from iron to like orange reddish, and it'll get, it it get, it gets heated. I had to. It get, it yeah, get, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Was that elbow Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get 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 it out. I wanna I wanna read that in the passion translation. Oh, uh-huh. it takes a grinding wheel to sharpen a blade. And so one person sharpens the character of another. And most people don't like that feeling. Mm-mm. Most people don't want somebody to basically um, cause friction. Because you sharpening the character? My character? Me?
0: Yes. Me? You sharpening mine. No, my character? I'm good. You, yeah. I'm right. Especially if you know you right about something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Ain't, ain't no iron sharpening iron Then. Mm. I'm right. I'm
1: so that right. so that means if people are not allowing another person to help sharpen them then they walking around dull. But I'm right though. Anyway. Dull and lifeless. <laughs> I'm right. You be right all by yourself. But I'm right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what we say about being right? You rather be right or happy? Rather be happy. Okay. So, one I of my you. favorite scriptures Show us that God desires for us to be healthy physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. And that's in 3 John 1 and 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul gets along well. That's in the new international version. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that you... That all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Our soul is our mind, our thoughts, our intellect, and our character. Hmm. And that is so important that, you know, God desires for us to, for all things to go well with our soul. And so it's important for us to evaluate where we are. So that we can get in that place where things are, we are good with God. And that's a process every day that we wake up and that where things are going well, personally, within our own self, that's a process every day. Mm -hmm. And with our spouses, that's a process every day. Mm -hmm.
0: So the new international version, I have a question for you. Excuse me. That seemed like that frog that was in your throat jumped in my throat. (laughs) The new international version I have a question for you
1: Okay I was waiting for you I don't know if I have an answer But go ahead
0: Is there an old international version?
1: (laughs) No There is not a new uh, An old international version That I am aware of Okay If it is It's before my time of reading Mm -hmm. Different Bible plans Okay I mean different uh, Bible Mm -hmm. versions
0: But again Coming back Seriously coming back to the topic um, Our soul is our mind, thoughts, emotions, intellect Our character And so iron sharpened iron In um, Third John He's like I pray And you know So the prayer is that You know That you enjoy good health and That all things go well Even as your soul Is getting along well But your soul is going to get along well By you interacting with other people Interacting with your spouse Interacting with God Interacting with God So you're going to have to talk to people You're going to have And again, talking about your spouse In this particular um, instance So you have to um, have a prayer life You have to have conversation with God You have to have conversation with your spouse As you talked about earlier You know, if you got to go to a therapist Please go to a therapist But we just want to make sure that you are where you are supposed to be, there's nothing worse, and I know this as a parent, you know when my my kids were younger, I would you know you can go outside, but I need you to stay in this area mm-hmm. or in this neighborhood or this general vicinity, and there's nothing worse than going to look for your child- your child and where well, you told them to be, and they're not there, so you uh yeah, I, 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 I go through. Well, our kids are older now and and moved out, but there's, yeah, there's panic. There's all these things. Like I told you to stay right here in this general neighborhood because this is where I feel you should be. You will be safe and secure. And when right. you go outside of where you were supposed to be, then you're opening yourself up to other things and that you may not be ready for.
1: Right, and then um, I want to add one last thing. Counseling. So if you um, we, you hear us recommend counseling a lot, if you are in a situation where your spouse doesn't want to go, whether it's the husband or the wife, but one of you wants to go to counseling, go to counseling. Go get individual counseling yeah. and continue to pray that God will prick the heart of your spouse to desire to come along maybe to a session or to start going as well. You can't force your spouse to do it. And um, yeah, it may be something that God wants you to start doing first on your own.
0: Mm -hmm. No one's stopping you from making you better.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Again, iron sharpens iron. So when you get sharpened by that counselor, uh, maybe God will use you to sharpen your spouse.